Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. This episode is brought to you by Hyperice, the leader in advanced warm-up and recovery technology. They have tons of innovative products, like Venom-heated wearables to help soothe sore back muscles, Normatec compression boots to speed up recovery and increase circulation, and Hypervolt massage guns to improve mobility. Loved by athletes like Naomi Osaka and Erling Holland. Try them yourself. Get 10% off your order with the code MOVE at hyperrice.com. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. Edmonton was high on my list. Um, they got a lot of skill up front, and I think they have a great future ahead. I still don't have a Stanley Cup, so I think joining this team is, is pretty exciting. Uh, when I look at the potential that the lineup has, my decision was uh, pretty easy. Obviously, with those high caliber players they have on their roster, and just being in the hockey city, uh, made my decision real easy. This is Ryan Nugent Hopkins. This is Oscar Platt. This is Malalu. This is Cam Talbot. This is Connor McDavid from your Edmonton Oilers. This is Oil Country, and this is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digital. Service for all brands of print equipment in your office? Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A. Now, Bob Stoffer on the official radio station of your Edmonton Oilers, 630 Joining you in the city's south side at the 630 Chad Studios. This is Oilers Now, brought to you by our title sponsor, Digitex. You can now buy your PCs from Digitex. Keep it all under one roof with one number to call and one simple invoice for all of your office technology needs. We have a very busy show to uh, get to. Love that song. Uh, love that song in a day in which uh, the Oilers, uh, you know, lots of frustration out there in oil country with where the uh, hockey team is at right now. Fourth consecutive loss last night against the Vancouver Canucks. It always, in my mind, gets uh, further uh, illuminated uh, when the losses occur against uh, Vancouver or against Calgary, given uh, some of the competitive natures of those markets and that sort of thing. Uh, coming up on today's edition of Oilers Now... Um, yeah, we'll, uh, we'll we'll have a recap of last night's hockey game. Here's some comments from Ken Hitchcock, Connor McDavid, and Ryan Nugent Hopkins with our direct workwear audio vault. Uh, direct workwear times are tough. Direct deals are tougher. Save 25% on workwear all December in store. We will also, uh, every Friday, we hear from Elliot Freeman, who uh, today put out that uh, Valentin Zekoff on waivers. Uh, the orders later tweeting out for the uh, purposes of assignment. Allow me to suggest you, not out of the realm of possibility, that uh, somebody else claims Zekoff. Uh, I don't think the orders were the only team to put a claim in on it before. And part two to that, 
Carolina might be the team that uh, ends up ultimately claiming Zeke off because they can then send him to the minors immediately. And uh, he's a proven goal scorer at the AHL level, but uh, frankly didn't get much accomplished with the Oilers. Some might say he didn't get the opportunity. Others would say he didn't make much of the opportunity. But Elliot Friedman for River Creek Resort Casino coming down the pipe at uh, 1235 today. Because uh, we did not have a show on Christmas Day, Mark Spector will join us. He's actually uh, just landing in Vancouver. He's going to uh, be covering the World Junior Tournament. Uh, Stoffer Inspector for Horse Racing Alberta and the 7,000 men and women employed in the horse racing industry. Spec at 105 on today's edition of Oilers Now. And we've got uh, the Oilers, of course, uh, hitting the ice just as we speak. Alex Chase on Reed Wilkins has just tweeted out, not on the ice. He took that Adam Larson shot and then uh, his knee... Uh, um, Definitely a tweak there. Uh, when a shot hits you like that, usually it balloons up. So I don't think he's going to be back in the lineup tomorrow, but uh, was not on the ice day. The Oilers have an afternoon game tomorrow. We have two teams playing in town tonight. The Edmonton Oil Kings are in action against the Calgary Hitmen. That takes place down at Rogers Place at 7 o'clock. Their GM is Kurt Hill, and we'll hear from him and find out whether or not Trey Fix Wolanski is back uh, coming off a of Christmas break. He got a little bit banged up uh, on a road trip just before the conclusion of the pre-Christmas schedule for the Edmonton Oil Kings. And the Alberta Golden Bears, who are ranked number two in the country, they are the reigning national champions, and they went through a slew of injuries at the start of the year, split the first three weekends, which for them is uh, pedestrian relative uh, to the Ian Herber's record as head coach there. But Ian will join us on today's edition of Oilers Now. Alberta plays Nate tonight and uh, the UFC tomorrow in some action. Here's how you get hold of us. You can reach us on our Oilers Now hotline. It is brought to you by River Cree Resort Casino. Reminder, New Year's Eve at the River Cree Resort Casino. Start the night with Lib and let die. It's a Paul McCartney tribute. Then stick around for an evening you'll never forget. Tickets at Ticketmaster.ca You can text us it's 6.30, 6.30 on our Heartland Ford text line. Don't buy a new or pre-owned Ford without giving Heartland a chance. Experience the difference of Heartland Ford. We're on Twitter at Oilers Now. That's the show account. Uh, Brendan Escott's available at Brendan with an E. Escott uh, with two T's. And uh, you can reach me at uh, Bob underscore Stoffer as well. So lots to get to. Let's get right to the Oilers Now audio vault again for direct workwear. Jack Michaels with the call. Vancouver with a hot start early. Edmonton, Vancouver for the second time inside of two weeks with the Canucks having bested Edmonton on the 16th back at Rogers Arena. Hot breaks loose. Wrist shot score from the top of the circles. He beat Koskinen glove side. And Tyler Mott with his sixth of the year has given Vancouver a 1-0 lead at 348. Back into the offensive zone for Elias Peterson. Center pass. Wrist shot score. Brock Besser. Peterson, the brilliant rookie, setting up Besser. And it's taken by Leon Dreisaitl. The Canucks, second most time short hit. Rich shot score. Beautiful feed from the corner. Minute 15 to go in the period. Goldobin ahead to Peterson. Rich shot score. Beat Koskinen blocker side. We talked about the fact that Peterson can shoot the puck. And he wired that one. Tried to chop it toward the middle. It's still loose in the slot. Rich shot score on Koskinen. And the Canucks have done it. It's 4-1, Antoine Roussel with 10.9 on the clock. Well, the Oilers serving up the proverbial turkey here at home coming off the Christmas break. Nurse to McDavid, guided out, stepping into a wrist shot. Score! Leon Dreisaitl off the post and in. And it's 4-2, and the Edmonton Oilers are right back 
back in this game. And here's McDavid breaking free. In on Markstrom. Backhander, no. It rolled off his stick. The Canucks, for the second time in 11 days, have beaten the Edmonton Oilers by a final score of 4-2. to two. All right, well, we'll get to some thoughts uh, from uh, the participants in last night's games, and then we'll get to our thoughts. So we'll start with Ken Hitchcock's thoughts on the Oilers' 4-2 loss against Vancouver. We played 55 minutes of really good hockey, and we had a tough goal on some of the goals, but we played, we played, we had exactly the start we needed. We had a lot of things and it just seemed like every opportunity there there was one goal we got beat off the wall on the fourth goal which was disappointing but the rest of the time you know we we did a lot of things right Uh, I I believe right now that this is the building block back again I know we're in a really tough situation injury wise I know we got a lot of people out but I saw some things today that are building blocks so we can move this thing forward hopefully into another level all right, uh, that is Ken Hitchcock, the Oilers' head coach. You added some additional thoughts on uh, getting contributions from role players. If we're going to really grow, we're getting we're going to need more participation. But we are getting it from people that don't show up on the scoreboard. To me, Caleb Jones was outstanding today, and he's been outstanding since we got him. Jesse Pilarvi's been a good player. We're we're getting it from our younger players and some of the guys that have been around a little while have a terrific opportunity and they ought to take advantage because there's going to be other younger guys that are going to take their spot. And I think we've seen that come to fruition again this morning. The Edmonton Oilers placing Valentin Zikoff on waivers for the purpose of assignment. Uh, maybe Carolina reclaims him. Uh, maybe somebody else claims him. But uh, Connor Yamamoto, uh, four goals, eight points, 11 games down in the minors. I'll, I'll just cut to the chase here. He's better than some of the guys that are here right now. That's all there is to it. So let's quit screwing around here. Just get them up here and playing. Um, and they've got some other guys that aren't going. I mean, you're paying one guy $6 million. to He's got two goals in the last 83 games. And he was on the ice for forwards, blew a couple of the assignments on the first three goals against uh, Vancouver last night. Uh, Miko Koskinen had a tough start. That's an absolute given. He gave up four on 16. Uh, Koskinen, though, has been a, a, a huge part of the reason why the Oilers are even in the position where they're at right now. And I know they've lost four straight games, and a lot of you are mad as hell, and you're not going to take it anymore. But uh, the fact of the matter is, uh, here's the Oilers' captain, Connor McDavid, saying the game last night was not on Koskinen. You know, anything we gave them in the first, they seemed to capitalize on. Um you know, I think they had four goals on six shots in the first period. I mean, um, no, that's not that's not because of our goaltender at all. That's because of uh, you know, the quality of chances they were getting. Um, you know, they made them count for sure, and, and uh, you know, we found a way just to, to miss ours. I have a couple chances there in the second late. Um, you know, if we can find a way to score that, maybe we come back in that game. So, um, you know, they were uh, good in the first, and, and uh, I thought we had our chances to come back, but credit to them, they're solid. That's Connor McDavid. Ryan Nugent Hopkins uh, added some additional comments just about the Oilers playing without, again, no Oscar Clefbaugh, maybe not back until February. I mean, Edmonton's got a lot of time off. The last, uh, their bye week coincides with the end of, or the start of the All-Star break, whatever. Their bye week is at the end of the All-Star break, so Edmonton's going to have a window in the final eight to ten days of January where they're not playing. Ryan Nugent Hopkins with some thoughts on uh, the Oilers playing without their top team in. I mean, when you miss pieces anywhere, it's uh, you, you feel the effect. But um, 
I mean, it's no individual's faults in here. I mean, we just got to play as a team for a full 60 every night. Because um, when we have been playing good, uh, we can keep up with any team. Uh, uh, it doesn't matter who's in the lineup. We play the same way, and we have success that way. But we just got to make sure that we maintain that for 60 or start that way in the first period. So uh, that's uh, Ryan Nugent Hopkins. So Zikov placed on waivers for the purpose of assignment today. If, again, he led the American Hockey League last year in goals and in power play goals. Um Brendan, do you think he, I mean, he played five games out of the nine that he was available to play. He didn't do much for me. Uh, he's got heavy boots. I don't think there's any question about that. Um, we didn't see him enough on the power play because apparently he was a really good power play player. The one thing I will say, and I, I wasn't the one leading the chart. There were a couple other guys around town that wanted the orders to pick Zekov up. But what what's the one thing Carolina uh, can't do? What can they not do? all year. What can Carolina do? They're leading the NHL in shots for. What can the Carolina Hurricanes not do? Can't score goals. Right, Brendan? So if Zekoff can't make an impact there, why would we think he can make an impact here? Go for it. Well, it's at this point in the season, I think there's a lot of reason to grasp at straws when you're looking for secondary scoring. He was one of those. Right. And the the fact that he was brought in here and didn't do much is not exclusive to him. Weidman hasn't done much either, and neither has Spooner since being acquired. So those are three fair, moves. Fair comments. Three moves that Shirelli has made to try and right the ship here, and he's 0 for 3. Yeah. Well, and they were, I think we'd agree, you claim a guy on waivers, you're claiming a guy on waivers. Uh, you gave up a seventh rounder to get Weidman. Uh, the Spooner thing, there's... You know, I know a lot of people didn't like Strom's game. Some of his teammates liked his game. Some really important teammates liked his game. And, oh, by the way, he was a third-line center, and he was kind of reinventing himself a bit. He hasn't even been deployed in New York, to my knowledge, the way he was being used here. Uh, That was an interesting one. Here's what the Oilers ran with at practice today. Again, Valentin Zikov placed on waivers. I know I put out five days ago that uh, it wouldn't surprise me if Kyler Yamamoto was back up here by the new year. I mean, Ken Hitchcock has had success. He's, you know, he says he likes Paul Yarvey's game. I, I guess Paul Yarvey wasn't very good last night. I think we can agree on that. He saw less uh, time as that game wore on, but the fact of the matter is that he has gained some traction with Ken Hitchcock. So too is Jujar Kera, who will be back and playing from his suspension today at practice. Connor McDavid up front with Leon Dreisaitl and Ty Ratty. This courtesy of Jack Michaels. Ryan Nugent Hopkins with Drake Kajula and Yessa Poliarvi. Jujar Kera with Milan Lucic and Ryan Spooner. Kyle Brodziak with Tobias Reeder and Zach Cassian. Those were the forward lines. Um, all right, so Ratty steps in for Alex Jason, who blocked the shot. Ratty's, to me, of all of the guys, it's sort of a fringe guy. He's the one that showed the greatest desperation. Uh, Nugent Hopkins, Kajula, and Poliarvi. Again, I didn't like Poliarvi's game last night. It happens. A uh, bit of a blown assignment on a back check. Jujar Kara, it's been pretty good for Ken Hitchcock with Lucic and Spooner. And the numbers don't lie with Lucic. It's not happening five-on-five five for Milan Lucic right now with this hockey team. Brodziak with Reeder and Cassian. I think that Reeder actually showed something playing with Brodziak and Cassian as that game wore on last night. Nurse back with Larson. Darnell Nurse has gone minus seven over the last two games. Some of that's just being slotted too high. Some of that's just been bad luck being on the ice against the wrong guys. And some of that he's been part of. Garrison was with Russell. So Garrison and Kajula both on the ice day after being ill yesterday. Jones and Benning. 
I don't think you can argue with what we're seeing out of Jones. He's been the one defenseman over the last six games that's, uh, I think, been better than a 50% uh, puck sharer. And then uh, Gravel with Weidman, Alex Chason not on the ice. So, again, that courtesy of Jack Michaels. All right. Um, so you have Talbot, you have Costin. Koskinen had a tough start. Talbot's got to play better. Logic dictates based on his career numbers. He'll see a spike going up numbers-wise. And I think that they're okay in goal. Defensively. Russell's close to returning. That's going to be a big addition for this team. The Clefbaum's injury is... You can make a strong argument Oscar Clefbaum's no worse than their third most important player. Their most important player would be Connor McDavid. Their second most important player would be a guy playing good in goal. And then there's Clefbaum. You could make that argument. They obviously miss Clefbaum. I know I put out via Twitter today, and this did not please uh, fans of the team, and I get it, totally get it. The defense, even with a healthy cleft bomb and a healthy wrestle, in my opinion, is not good enough. Okay, Doesn't transition the puck well enough, and they'll spend less time in their end and more time in the opposition zone if they have a higher-caliber defense. And if I were king for a day, that's what I would target. And I would potentially, because they do have some prospects coming, I would potentially built up a little bit of depth there I would potentially be willing to uh, dangle the first-round pick under the assumption, of course, that it would be lottery-protected to address the need there. Uh, for those of you that are saying, hey, what about Andre Sekra? I'm concerned watching Andre Sekra in practice with how far back he's going to be able to get. I just He's 32. It's been two years now of injuries. I don't know if you can count on that. And I think they need to upgrade their D. So that's one guy's opinion. Does Obviously, they don't have enough scoring depth. Uh, but... If they have a better defense, are they spending less time in their own zone? Are they extending offensive cycles because they have D that are more capable of activating and making more plays? All that kind of stuff. And that's even... So what I'm saying to you is even when they get Clefbaum and Russell back, I still think they need more than that. Okay? And if you want to talk about the assets given up to address the defense, it's a fair game. It's a fair point. Absolutely. It's 12-22 in Edmonton. There's one other thing I want to address. Uh, for the last uh, several weeks, the Benning family has uh, been dealing uh, with some challenges uh, health-wise uh, with longtime uh, Edmonton area scout uh, Elmer Benning, who worked with the Montreal Canadiens since the mid-1970s and pushed hard for uh, Montreal to draft Carey Price. Uh, Elmer Benning is the, the father of uh, Brian Benning, former Oiler, along with uh, Jim and Mark Benning, the grandfather of uh, Matthew Benning. Immediately following last night's game, Ken Hitchcock, uh, before he went into the availability, uh, provided us uh, with the news in the Benning family. Uh, first of all, uh, our condolences to uh, Liz the, the children, the grandchildren on Elmer's passing. Um, Elmer has been a good friend for uh, 40 years, and he's been a great friend to hockey and a great friend to, obviously, the city of Edmonton. So Elmer's going to be dearly missed, and it's a tough time for the Benning family right now. Um, Elmer Benning, uh, you know, I, as many of you would know, that would listen to the show called Oilers Now, uh, you know, I was doing Golden Bears games in the late 1980s, and I would see Elmer Benning at those games. Uh, he was uh, a terrific guy. Uh, a couple times, I know once I, I flew to an NHL draft, and he had the uh, misfortune of having to sit next to me, which I'm sure was probably one of the worst four hours of his life. But he's a great guy, and... Uh, 
devoid of ego. And there is a, a bluntness when you, uh, I know I've had a chance to spend a little bit of time with Brian Benning over the last several years. We've had Brian on the show a couple times. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Just a terrific family. So, again, our uh, hearts and condolences go out to the Benning family at this time. This is Cam Talbot from your Edmonton Oilers, and you're listening to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on 630 Chad. Pretty sure we'll see Cam Talbot tomorrow against San Jose. Reminder, that's a matinee, 2 o'clock buck drop at Rogers Place. Let's go to NHL today. It's brought to you by Elite Promotional Marketing, more than just sportswear, and here's Brendan Escott. Thanks, Bob. Only three games in the NHL tonight, but plenty of Canadian content. Montreal playing down in Florida, and they will be doing so without goaltender Carey Price, who was on the injured reserve with a lower body injury. Elsewhere, the Senators are playing on Long Island, and the Blue Jackets entertain the Maple Leafs. Dustin Bufflin was fined $2,500 for slashing Johnny Goudreau last night, and Bruins forward David Backus will have a huge for his hit to the head of Devils forward Blake Coleman as well. Following the show yesterday, the Pittsburgh Penguins locked up forward Jake Gensel to a five-year, $30 million contract. It was announced that St. Louis will host the 2020 All-Star Game as well. Uh, Dallas Stars activated Connor Carrick from the injured reserve, placed forwards Jason Dickinson and Martin Hansel on the shelf. Team Canada had a tougher test in the form of Switzerland last night, but Ian Scott from the Prince Albert Raiders backstopped the Canadians to a 3-2 win at the World Juniors. It was Cody Glass scoring 36 seconds into the game. Mackenzie Entwistle, Noah Dobson had the other tallies. They play the checks tomorrow. Bakersfield Condors lost 4-3 on the road to San Diego last night. It was Tyler Vessel with a goal and an assist. The rematch goes down in Bakersfield tomorrow night. Edmonton Oil Kings, they return from the Christmas break tonight, hosting the Calgary Hitmen, as you mentioned, Bob, 7 p.m. puck drop. Tomorrow they play in Red Deer, and then the Rebels come to town on Sunday. U of A Golden Bears, an exhibition game with the Nate Ooks tonight at Nate. Tomorrow, it's the Calgary Dinos visiting the Claire Drake for another exhibition game. Their conference play resumes January 4th against Manitoba Bisons. And I don't know if you heard off the uh, the top of the hour news there, but Nathan Oistrick has stepped down as head coach and GM of the Humboldt Broncos. All right, well, a lot of pressure, and that's it. Situation. It's 1229 in Edmonton. We are going to head off to a global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell. And when we come back, courtesy of our friends at the River Creek Resort Casino, Elliot Friedman. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.